BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. To be a masterpiece and to be a work in progress at the same time. I can't the art of falling in love with each other. I realize that sometimes the only one that can put the pieces back together is this With love and Hey besties, welcome to I Missed Me. If this is your first time listening to I Missed Me, welcome. And if this is not your first time listening to I Missed Me, welcome back. Today's episode is a very special episode because I have Victoria Alario, the host from For the Girls podcast with me. I honestly loved this conversation. The topics that we talked about, I know that are going to help a lot of people. So I won't give that much of a long intro because I can't wait for you guys to listen. So without further ado, with me today, I have Victoria Alario. Enjoy. (laughs) victoria alario i am so excited to have you on i missed me i just want to let you know that you're my first guest which makes me super happy i am so grateful that you agreed to be on i missed me we are a healing podcast so everyone that's trying to find the best version of yourselves listen to this i know that they listen to for the girls as well i know that a lot of people that listen to i miss me listen to for the girls as well they've been requesting you a lot so welcome to i missed me Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. I'm honestly, I'm honored to be your first guest. Thank you so much. I just want to get started by if you can give us a little bit of introduction about who you are, what you do on social media, what's your podcast, and just a little background of yourself. Yeah. So my name is Victoria Lario, as she just said. I have been a content creator on social media for, weirdly enough, eight years now. I started when I was in college. But I didn't actually take it on as a career until five years ago. My first three years were really just like a hobby, just trying to get some followers and things out there. Uh, And this was, you know, the stone age of Instagram. There weren't even stories yet. There weren't even things like that. You just posted photos. And then over time, of course, so much has evolved. And I realized, um, you know, because I really began with Strictly Fashion, I had a blog, an actual blog, if you know that there used to be things like blogs Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, called in Fashion We Trust. And then I got into doing beauty and I was really posting a lot of fashion and beauty. But as social media has evolved and I've been able to really speak and do video and podcasts became bigger and things like that, um, my mission like completely shifted because I do love fashion and I do love beauty, but I don't feel like that helps people, at least not for, I don't feel like that's where my value lies in helping people. And I was always like, like that you're, you're kind of like your uh, Instagram BFF, like giving you the tough love, the things that you need to hear, not the things that you want to hear mm-hmm. a lot about confidence, a lot about self-love. Um, I started getting into the dating type of content only a year ago that it, it's something I post a lot about now because I am actively dating 
but I really didn't get too much into dating until more recently. I've had the podcast really with my mission of boosting confidence, helping, you know, women and girls just feel so comfortable with themselves, get real with themselves, push themselves out of their comfort zone, personally, professionally, and really just level up their lives. Because that's what I've been doing over the past few years, just elevate, elevate, elevate. So my brand is really about investing into you as a woman, whether you are single or dating, married in a relationship, it, it doesn't matter. Um, because everyone needs and should have self-love. So I I have for the girls podcast, I do confidence coaching, I have my TikTok. Uh, yeah. So everything is really like all within the realm of that brand. I even launched a lingerie brand, which the whole slogan and mission about that is about confidence. And yeah, just the whole thing is really for how you said healing, like healing goes along with it. It's really all about empowering. And I love that you, that you mentioned confidence because it leads me to our first question, which is on your podcast, you talk a lot about like confidence, like confidence is like something that I look at you and you're like, she's confident. How has that journey been like for you? And at what point of your life do you like discover confidence and like, how do you meet confidence? How do you meet self-love and like, how does that journey start? And what is the biggest piece of advice that you can give to someone who's like struggling to find themselves or confidence because especially in an era where there's like social media and people are like constantly comparing themselves to like everyone that they see online like how can you find yourself and how can you be like rooted on yourself yeah well going back I would say that I I have always been a pretty confident person I really have never been someone who severely struggles with anxiety or uh sorry not anxiety um insecurity I've really not never been someone who severely struggles with insecurity um, but what I what I was going to say, why I said anxiety was, but I'm human and, you know, we get anxious, we go through anxiety, we uh, go through insecurity and like human beings just are human and they go through all the motions of life and emotions of, you know, whatever the brain, you know, does to us. But as a person, I've always led with confidence and that has allowed me to march to the beat of my own drum that has allowed me to really follow my dreams and follow my goals because a lot of people you know while they're telling themselves that they aren't good enough for something or that's too unrealistic I think of things as like well if it was possible for her then it's possible for me and so anytime that I've ever seen someone get what I want to have or do what I want to do all that did was validate for me that it's possible one thing I always say is that if it wasn't possible you would have never got the vision and people get the vision, but then they think it's not possible. And I'm like, well, clearly it's possible because she did it, he did it, they did it. And if it's possible for one, then it's possible for more than one, right? And I could be that more than one. So it, the confidence has really allowed me to be in the place that I'm in now because every single thing that I've done takes confidence. Um, one of my main sayings that I say in my podcast that I say on TikTok that I just say in my everyday life is that confidence is a byproduct of action. So when I say confidence is, you know, everything that I do now that I have now and all that, I say, um, I did first, I did it messy. I did it confused. I did it unsure. I mean, I had a blog that sucked, but it led me to growing my social media because it built my confidence. So when I say confidence is a byproduct of action, I basically mean, don't wait to do things to be confident first do the thing because it'll build confidence. Allow yourself to fail. Allow yourself to fuck up once, twice, three times, four times, five times. It doesn't matter. Go through the trials and errors and the trials and tribulations. And as you do it, you become very confident. 
So, and then you get to do more. Then your goals have bigger goals. Then like the things that you do, you're like, okay, now I'm ready for more. So that's how my journey has really gone. Cause you just start with one little idea, one little mission, one, one little thing that, that you get a spark, an idea and you go for it. And I've let myself fail because I don't really fear. And uh, I don't fear failure. I don't feel fear, fear judgment. I don't fear insecurity, all that stuff. And then I just grow from there because confidence builds as you, the more that you do things. So that I would say is like my journey in general, um, which may be unrelatable to some people because some people like to hear a sob story of like, I used to be super insecure and this is what I did. I flipped the switch and now I'm confident. No, but I, but you know, I don't think that what I have is anything somebody else can have. Um, if somebody makes a decision of like, you know what? I only want what wants me. This is what another thing I always say. I only want what wants me. What what I don't what doesn't want me, I don't want it either. So if a guy doesn't like me, I don't like it neither. If those <laughs> friends don't want to invite me, I don't want to go. Like if the job doesn't hire me, then I don't want to work there. So if you adapt the mindset of I only want what wants me, everything I want wants me back, then these these things that someone might see as rejection, you don't see as rejection because you're like, well, it's a mutual thing. You don't want me, I don't want you. Um so I think if you can adapt that mindset, then you can really step into confidence. It might be a little hard at first, but you know, it's like, um, I don't like the saying fake it till you make it. I think that that's pretty bogus, but it's just like, you got to put yourself in positions first, like put yourself in the shoes, put yourself out there. And it might be really scary, but at least you're doing it. And then you're like, okay, it's not so bad. You know, like you don't know until you try. Um, so that's kind of my mindset on my journey. Uh, but as far as a piece of advice for somebody who, you know, wanting to really like step into that place and really become the most confident version of themselves. One thing I always just say is like, really, like when you think about why you don't have confidence, like think about like your fear, whatever it is, you know, what is the worst thing that can happen? So a lot of people's worst things is usually judgment. It's usually people not you know, understanding what they do. It's usually things like that. So if that's the worst possible thing that could happen, oh, your friends make fun of you, people judge you, whatever. Really not all that bad. Like it's not a life or death situation. I always say, if you ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? And the answer is like death, hurting myself, killing somebody. Like if the worst thing that can happen is a huge risk to your life. Okay, maybe let's think about it. But if the worst thing that can happen is judgment or people not understanding you, then that's really not all that bad. It's really not that risky. Um, and, and when you put the value in your goals rather than in your fears, because if my goal is to start a podcast, uh, my goal is to start a podcast and the results that I want of that podcast is to be able to have a career as a podcast host. My fear around that thing is people being like, what the fuck does she know? She's an idiot. I went to school with her. She's dumb. I don't, you know? So if this is the results I want, this is the fear that I have. What do I value more? If you put the value in the result, then this is garbage. It's, it holds no weight. It's useless. Um, so I would think that that's like my one piece of advice is really think about what's the worst thing that can happen and where does the value lie in the goals and the results or in the fear. And that's kind of how I always have weighed things, honestly. I love that so much because I also feel like 
lack of confidence leads to a lot of like comparison and comparison kills personality yes so I mean what you said is super valuable thank you so much for sharing that and I know I'm I've always been super like confident like in the last couple of years like you said like I've never struggled with like insecurities or like looking at myself and be like I literally like I'm so ugly I hate myself but I know that people do struggle with that and it's or like embarrassment or they don't start something because they're cringy or people are going to judge them and it's like it's really not that bad and I think that you think that people care more than what they actually do because everyone is just focused like on their lives as well and it's everyone's first time living I always say that like what makes you think that they prioritize you more than they prioritize themselves that's Mm -hmm. something super mental and that's something super personal and it's also a very big opportunity for self-growth I feel like so it's so true I love that you made that point about comparison and about what other people think because people don't think about you as much as you think that they exactly. do. Exactly. Humble ourselves a little bit. Like maybe <laughs> if they ask your video in the moment, they're like, look at this freak, whatever. People's attention. Exactly. And they forget. It's gone. It's already gone. Out of sight, out of mind. So really no one is sitting around doing like voodoo dolls and Ouija boards on you and like hoping to put like bad spells on you like and if they are that's their waste of time yeah if they are then that's a little creepy that's a little wicked exactly but for the most part like people don't think about you as much as you think that they do exactly I love that and I think that's going to be super helpful um let's talk about let's switch the topic a little bit and let's talk about manifesting because it's a topic that I love and it's a topic that you talk about a lot on your podcast Mm -hmm. um you mentioned that you started subconsciously manifested manifesting since 2016 which like I relate a lot too because I started reading the book The Secret I don't know if you know about it since I was like 13 and I've been manifesting my whole life like through gratitude and I love that you talk about that um how has your spiritual journey been like how has manifesting and the law of attraction and like how were they introduced into your life and what role have they played and what are some of you like your best manifestation tips for people that want to start manifesting and attracting things into their lives yeah well for starters people don't realize how powerful they are good and bad like everything that you say does manifest But the thing is, most people speak negatively or are more pessimistic rather than optimistic or more realistic when they say, oh, well, that's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Um, So what you're referring to when you say from 2016, and if you, you know, you know, you listen to my um, podcast episode, the moment I knew I was a master manifester, 20, that episode I talked about when I ended up going on X on the beach on MTV. And I mean, 2015, 2016, whatever, I watched The Bachelor, The Bachelorette more specifically. And there was a guy on The Bachelor that I loved and he's ages older. I was in college. I was in college. <laughs> this is a guy, I was literally a 20 year old college student. I see a guy who's damn near 30 years old, probably from California. Like I'm in New York, like we don't, like no connections. No, I just see him on the TV and I'm like, wow, like, I love that guy. (laughs) I could see myself with that guy because he's like checks all my boxes, yada, yada, yada. And then like, I thought about it. And then, you know, um, I ended up going on a show 
And two years later, I'm making out with him on the show. And like one thing had nothing to do with the other. Like it was like, there was no connection. Like I just, I genuinely watched The Bachelor. I didn't apply to be on The Bachelor. Like it'd be one thing if they're like, well, yeah, you met him. You applied to go on The Bachelor. Then they put you on The Bachelor. Then you ended up at the same parties. And no, I randomly years later on a completely separate show. That's crazy. That they put him on. And I don't know why they put him on it, but like, (laughs) I just just knew that like, I genuinely in a weird way knew that our paths would cross at some point. And I guess I said it and I guess I thought it. And this was well before I was actively affirming things or consciously manifesting things. It just was me knowing like, something in my intuition, something in my gut felt like I'm going to cross paths with this guy at some point in my life. I just genuinely felt it. And so then of course, as I get older and everything that I desire or the things I don't desire, everything that I talk about or think about was happening to me. Like, so, so with the whole manifesting thing, people think of it as like, oh, I don't manifest because they don't consciously or um you know actively journal or write I didn't write down 10 times I want to meet so-and-so from the bachelor I want to meet so-and-so from the bachelor like I wasn't doing a fucking seance around the guy like I just happened to feel it and so when people feel things I'm gonna fail this test they fail the test when they feel things this guy's not gonna call me he's not gonna ask me out on another date I'm never gonna get a chance with him he doesn't call you he doesn't ask you on a date. You don't get a chance with him. Everything that we say happens. And um, what the way that it used to translate uh, when we were younger was a little bit more of like, I told you so. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, I told you so. Yeah, you did. And that's exactly why it happened because you told us because you said that that's what's going to happen. Um, I always say like, think about, think about the universe as if, like they're a uh something that you can't see but that's right next to you so like when you think to yourself or when you talk out loud or when you journal anything that you think speak act like whatever imagine that the universe is like a fly on the wall they're right here and whatever you're saying they're hearing Mm -hmm. and the universe has the power to make it happen so you might be confusing the universe when you say over and over and over that guy's never going to be with me. That guy's never going to be with me. I'm never going to go out with that guy. I'm not, it's never going to happen. He's not going to call me. He's not going to call me. They're like, okay, no, no to the world. Don't, <laughs> you. you know, like, and then they're like, I told you it wasn't going to work out. So I, I like to say uh, everything that I say is my wish list to the universe. Everything that I think is my wish list to the universe. So if I think it, if I say it, I have to know that the universe is right here over my shoulder, making it happen behind the scenes. It's it's like writing a letter to Santa. It's my my wish list to the universe. So um, I do know the secret, but I actually had never read it. I think I maybe watched. I think that there's like a documentary yeah. like that. I think I might have watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as you know, I I have gone older, and as I've looked more into things like the secret and coaches and intuition and things like that. I really have learned that like we actually decide everything that we want. Um, And I think because I've come up with that mindset, it really allows me to monitor my negative self-talk because yes, you can look in the mirror and be like, I'm gross. I'm not, I hate my, I hate the way I look, whatever. 
But then when you leave the house, you're going to be uncomfortable all night. Your, your pants are not going to fit you right. Your top is going to feel like you're too tight. Like, because you left the house looking in the mirror saying, I hate the way I look. So I have made it a conscious effort to like, I'll never leave the house if I think that I hate the way I look because it manifests the whole night. I'm in my head thinking people are thinking that I look bad. I'm in my head thinking I don't look good. I, oh, I hate the way I don't, don't take a picture of me. I hate the way I look. I never leave the house thinking that because it's literally going to be, that's how my whole night is going to go. I'm going to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable all night, insecure all night. I'm not going to want to take a picture. I'm not going to want to look in the mirror. So it's everything. So I've really monitored my negative self-talk mm-hmm. because I'm so aware that I really am subconsciously manifesting things all the time especially I'd say a lot when it comes to dating because I'm very 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 intuitive I honestly think that I have a bit of like a psychic power because I'm so intuitive that like it's beyond me but especially when it comes to dating um I can I can sense somebody's aura before they even introduce themselves so the reason I would say one of the biggest reasons why I'm single is because I can honestly, I feel like I can see my future with someone before we even get into like talking about it. Like I could already tell this person's mannerisms, this person's mindset. Um, I'm really big now on the way that I speak because of knowing all this stuff. And so because people are mostly not, people usually just subconsciously say things like they don't really think about it, just what rolls off the tongue. And I noticed that people talk very negatively about things very negatively even like if I like something if I have a bag and a guy makes a comment that my bag is expensive I'm like your car is more expensive than mine like like you know like it's like there there's other way like expensive and money and things like that are all relative it's all subjective so what's expensive to me uh or what's expensive to you might not be expensive to me Um, And so what's expensive to me, it might not be expensive to you. So I'm mindful of that. And I don't say it. I won't say, why do you drive this car? It's so expensive. So when I walk in the door, don't be like, oh, look at you with your $10,000 bag. That's so expensive. Mm -hmm. Like You don't have the same mindset as me. So I'm very like, I pay attention in dating a lot to the way that guys talk about anything. Sorry that I interrupt you, but also like, it leads me to think that you're like, so uh, like a, such an aware person of everything that it makes it not harder. Like, I don't want to say it it makes it harder, but you become more strict in the things that you're looking for in a guy. And if they don't meet like this, 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 and that, which is like hard to find, then you're not going to accept it because you're such a, like an aware person that it feels like that makes it like a little bit harder that you're not going to date a guy that's not looking to be a better person or that's not into healing or manifesting because those are things that will align with you. And those are things that you would like in a partner. Um, and also yeah. what you're saying is it super does, important. It kind of does make it harder because when you're <laughs> so aware, you're like, shit, you know how they say ignorance is bliss. I'm like, yeah. I wish I was ignorant. <laughs> exactly. And also people don't realize like the power or of our subconscious minds, like whether they're telling themselves that they're ugly as a joke or not, like our brain does not understand the difference between whether we're joking or not. So, I mean with that understanding like you should really pay attention to everything that you say and to everything that you allow people to 
tell you because even if they don't mean it if your subconscious mind like doesn't know the difference between whether they're joking or not or whether you're joking or not then it's real and that forms your personality I love 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 that you're saying that I'm sorry now I interrupted you but I was on the phone with one of my girlfriends last night and we were talking about this because I I was with a guy and we had such a great you know day great night whatever um, the actions were all good, right? And you know how, like, we always say actions speak louder than words? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. I totally agree with that. Um, you know, a guy could talk the talk, but does he walk the walk? But I had such a good time with this guy. The actions were great. The everything was great until he made a joke that, like you just said, like, there, like it wasn't, like, to me, it didn't feel like a joke. And so what was like, oh, no, it's just a joke. Like, I'm just kidding. Right. So- subliminal truth it felt like there's always a little bit of truth to the joke For right sure. so when they said the joke to me personally um it outweighed all the actions mm-hmm. so like those words to me were were greater than the actions because those words like I that it wasn't it, to me it wasn't a joke and so I'm like oh okay so I pay attention to things like that because I'm very aware and a lot of guys don't so they're like oh loosen up and I'm like, yeah, but there's a reason why you said that, you know, like, right. there's some, like there's an ulterior thing there. Um, so yeah, the jokes, that's a big, that is so true. To yourself I- and from others. Like, cause yeah. people will do something and they won't do it right. And they'll be like, oh, I hate myself or oh, there's so much traffic. I literally want to kill myself. Like, no, like yeah. do not say that. <laughs> that is so on point. It's, it, it really is like, people actually like I don't want to get too much into that but people actually say on the regular like I want to kill myself right and it's actually like really bad like that's I know the big one and like yeah it's like oh I'm just kidding or even saying to someone I want to kill you oh I'm gonna kill you like exactly. it's like wow we really need to pay attention to that because these are jokes that are not there there's a there's always a little something behind it and uh, if you're really aware and you pay attention, you honestly, you see someone's, the way someone's mind works by the jokes that they tell. Yeah. And the way that they speak to themselves and like going back to manifesting, like some of the, the like the biggest reason why things don't manifest the way that, that you ask for them is because of the negative talk that you subconsciously have. Because you can journal all you want, but if you're not like reassuring the positive, like, mindset and speaking to yourself positively it doesn't matter how many times you like journal it it doesn't matter how many times you write it down it really it's it doesn't work like that it 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 all has to do with like the subconscious mind and totally I love that we talk about that now on your podcast and I love that you talked about like that you're going on dates with guys and what you like and what you don't like you talk about dating yourself first which I know and I am sure of that it has making it so much easier for you to decide who you choose to like pursue or not because you're so like rooted on yourself um in order to like truly discover like who you are and what you want you talk about dating yourself first what are some things that allowed you to meet that best version of yourself and why is it truly important to love yourself first to start dating yourself first like why what is the importance behind that well, for starters, I mean, you just, you set the bar, you set the bar for yourself. So I'm not going to accept less than I give myself. So if I give myself nothing, 
then like, I wouldn't even know what to expect from a guy or what to want from a guy. Right. Because if I give myself nothing, Mm -hmm. um, then what standards would I have? What bar would I have? So the way that I treat myself, um, is like, okay, well, if you're going to come into my life and you're going to be a part of my life then you need to add value to my life and you need to not only meet me and match me with the way that I treat myself, but you need to elevate that. Mm -hmm. Because Because what's the point? If not, what's the point? Right. Of course, I fill up my own cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I take care of myself and I put myself first. But once a partner comes in, you start to fill up their cup, too. So what happens to a lot of people is that they they become so codependent or they, you know, fill up someone, they put someone else first so much that they completely deplete themselves and they completely take everything away. And like, I've been there with guys before where you want to just like make them happy or like do what they want, even if it's not what you want, even if it doesn't really align with you. And um, even if it, it's draining of your energy, because you just want to give to that person. So I think a healthy relationship and what I am looking for is only going to really uh, make sense if we can fill up each other's cups uh, in a healthy way, knowing what we both, you know, how we treat ourselves. And like, you know, I'm not going to be a bare minimum person because I don't even do the bare minimum for myself. I do more for myself. So I'm not going to do it for you and vice versa. You can't do, I won't accept the bare minimum. I want someone who is generous. I want someone who, um, will go out of their way, not make me feel like an inconvenience. They'd be happy to help me out. They'd be happy to do things for me. There was a guy that a while ago, um, I was moving to where he, near where he lived. And uh, long story short, I lived four hours away and I was moving four hours closer. And I said, we, you know, we talked every day and, you know, we had this like, you know, so-called like little relationship thing going on. And I said, this would be so much fun. Um, Why don't you come to me, uh, fly, 30 minute flight. Why don't you take a 30 minute flight to me? And then let's do the drive together. Like help me pack up my stuff, drive with me the four hours. We can eat, blah, 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 whatever. It'll be fun. He literally was like, why would I do that? Like, he just made me feel so stupid for even asking that. Why would I do that? I'm already here. You're coming here. Why would I go there to come here? Right. And I'm like, I don't know, because that's just something that I would want to do. Like, that's just something that I would do for you. Like, so obviously that would, you know, that was a no-go that didn't happen. And it just makes me realize you're not asking too much. You're asking the wrong person because there would be somebody else who would be more than happy to say, don't do the four hour drive by yourself. I'll take a 30 minute flight, regardless of who even paid for it. I'll come to you and then we'll drive together. And, you know, I'd be happy to help you pack up your apartment. You live alone, you're doing everything. Besties, I would have never imagined having and owning a business until I found Shopify. I've told you the story before. When I was 17, I decided to start my clothing brand and I was only able to make it because I found Shopify. Seriously, besties, selling and having an online store is so easy just because of Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Besties, seriously, I could not recommend Shopify more. I would have never imagined having the business that I have. You guys know that I sell hoodies. It's called I Miss Me Project now, but it's all because of Shopify. It is so easy to use and I am someone who's really, really bad with technology, believe it or not. So I love Shopify. It's just super easy to use, so easy to design, to sell and to ship. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudis, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mafiansudis now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties at shopify.com slash mafiansudis and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify. Hey besties, I am so sorry to interrupt you, but I have to share this with you guys because if you are someone who's trying to learn a new language, then Rosetta Stone is definitely for you. One of my biggest New Year's resolutions is definitely to learn a new language. I speak Spanish, I speak English, and I want to learn a new language in 2024. And that is why I am extremely, extremely excited that I found Rosetta Stone. So besties, if you're someone who wants to learn a new language because you have an upcoming international trip or because you want a way to connect with your family or with new friends or understand certain pop culture or just to learn a new skill or hobby, then you need Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer. It immerses you in many ways, which makes learning a new language so much, so much easier. Don't put up learning that language because there is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Missed Me's listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Thank you so much, Rosetta Stone, for sponsoring today's episode. Being alone um, and... And not to mention, it was actually in the middle of COVID. So I wasn't having workers. I wasn't hiring people to come into my home and you right. know, be like, so, you know, they'd be like, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do those things for you. Um, so things like that um, have allowed me to really put myself first and what would fill up my cup. And it allows me to raise the bar, set the bar and raise the standards of being like, okay, well then here's something else that I would seek in a partner, somebody who would be more than happy to be by my side in, in a situation like that. Um, especially knowing like I'm, I'm literally moving closer to you. Like I'm about to be near you like every day. Um, so yeah, like just things like that. So with dating myself first, I do all the things that I would want to do with a partner because I have to love my life, right? I'm single. So if I wait until I have a partner to do certain things, then I'm going to be miserable and I'm not going to love my life. So if there's a restaurant that I want to go to, um, I, I I could say, oh, I don't want to go alone. Like I'll go when I have someone to go with. No, I go alone. I'll go to the restaurant. Um, I wanted to go last year. I wanted to go to Miami. I love the one hotel. I love Miami. I lived in Miami for a little bit and I just wanted to go away. None of my friends were really in the, place to be going away right now didn't have a boyfriend to take me or to go with me I went by myself and you know these are things like if I want to do it I can't wait for somebody else to give it to me I have to give it to myself I have to love my life I have to enjoy my life and as I enjoy these experiences yes it allows me to then get in my journal and be like this is something I would love to do with a partner one day and so now say that somebody comes around 
And I'm like, yeah, I really would love to like go with you to my favorite hotel, to my whatever, my favorite place. And they'd be like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Then it's like, you know, like it's just not going to work for me because now again, it goes down to depleting your energy for somebody um because you're you know giving you're just giving and you're you're getting nothing in return they're not filling up your cup and now ultimately you're you're pouring out of your an empty cup you're you know all of that so I just think that the dating myself first has really taught me more about dating and relationships and love than even guys have like I go on dates more of what I don't want rather than what I do want I go out with myself and I learn what I do want I go out with a lot of guys and I learn what I don't want I go home from the date like okay that's another red flag to check (laughs) that's something else I don't want I do these things myself I take myself on trips I go out to dinner whatever I get myself what I want and I'm like check another thing I do want check another thing I do want so I would say that I learn the most from my own experiences (laughs) and also you discover that you would want a guy that has the same like level of independence and dates himself as well too so that you know that if you are together it's because you actually enjoy each other's company and not because of like from a place of need needing to be with someone else just because like you actually want to be with this person also I think that if you don't love yourself first you don't know what love is you don't know what love is like you do not have a definition of like what does love actually feel like and then whoever comes in and tries to teach you what love is if it's the bare minimum you're gonna think that that's love right right so I think I think love is love can be defined in so many ways and so many um love within yourself is boundaries love within yourself is standards it's values it's morals so many people don't even know what their values or their morals are they just like you know they maybe they even just listen to me and they just do what I say, which is, I do love to give advice and I do love to share my insight, but no one should do something just because I said it. They should do something that resonates with them and aligns with their values mm-hmm. and morals. They're not picking up my values and morals mm-hmm. and saying, well, Vic said it, so I'm going to do it, right? Um, so I think for me, like my the way I showcase self-love is saying no, to anything that I don't want to do. I, I say what I mean and I mean what I say. I say yes when I mean yes and I say no when I mean no. I don't focus on being so, this nicey, nice person who's so easygoing and go with the flow and carefree. No, I am not the chill girl. You are, I'm not the girl who's just going to say yes because you asked. I don't need anyone's attention. I value my peace. I value my sanity. So if anything combats that, mm-hmm makes me feel like I got to question myself it's a no so I'm very big on my boundaries I'm very big on my standards I'm very big on my own personal self-awareness my internal self-awareness which is like the things that I said like values morals beliefs all that kind of stuff if you I think I would say that that's the first thing if you are struggling with self-love the first thing you need to work on is your is your inner self-awareness some people have external self-awareness mm-hmm. uh where like they're out and they like know like how they feel or what they look like or like who they're around and things like that. But the internal self-awareness is what's really going to actually give you the most confidence ever because that's when you actually know yourself. And when you actually know yourself, then you can actually love yourself. You're not going to be able to fully unconditionally love yourself if you don't know yourself. Because you, if you don't know someone, you don't love them. It's the same thing with you. 
right you don't you you don't meet someone and you love them you get to know them first and then you love them absolutely Mm -hmm. a stranger is a stranger uh and if you are a stranger Mm -hmm. in your own body then you're not going to have that love for yourself so I think that that's probably my first tip for someone to really increasing their self-love and dating themselves is to really know who they are because you know what too like I give tips on like dating yourself first but and when I and I also give tips on like solo travel but like that might also not be the way people like love themselves like they can love themselves completely different they can date themselves completely different like somebody else might be like well my version of you know dating myself is you know taking myself to a dance class or taking myself to a culinary class like those things aren't for me like that's not what (laughs) I enjoy so we're gonna date ourselves differently but at least you're getting to know what you actually like so this way by the time that a partner does come around you're able to share that with them and you're able to tell them these are the things that I enjoy this is what I would love to do with a partner um and I just think that it's all actually I just went away a couple weeks ago I was in Mexico and like by the end of the night I was by the pool which was like right along the side of the beach and on the beach there were like little like uh beat like ocean front uh Mm -hmm. two table like date night type of tables um they were literally like your feet will be in the water and I've never done that before I've never done that with a guy I've never done that with myself granted it was my last night in Mexico and I didn't have a reservation so I Mm -hmm. couldn't do it but I was like I took a picture and I'm like, this is, this is okay. This is something that I want to do. So whether I, next time I get the opportunity, I do it alone or I do it with someone like that's something I want to do because I actually know my type. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might enjoy hiking with a partner. Somebody else might enjoy going, uh, snowboarding, diving, whatever. I am not adventurous like that. I don't do the hiking. I don't do that shit. That's not my type of fun. <laughs> so you know, like people are going to totally. learn compatibility and things like that just by knowing what they actually like. So get to know yourself in order yeah. to fall in love with yourself. I love yeah. that. Okay. This is our last question. Let's talk about energy because it kind of like sums up everything that we've talked about. And let's talk about how to protect our energy because in your podcast, you mentioned the importance of maintaining our energy to pr- protecting our energy can you explain a little bit as to why is it so important to protect ourselves and our energy like as a whole? Um, and how will our lives truly change when we, once we start building boundaries around ourselves and our energy? So maintaining your energy is, I believe, my very first podcast episode that I put out almost two years ago because it that's like when I thought about for the girls I know energy is so important I know like that's something at the forefront that people don't talk about enough or think about enough or channel enough and energy is you know energy everything is energy everything Everything is energy um and so maintaining your energy is huge because when you maintain your energy you give people no choice but to meet you where you're at and that's not to say that you shouldn't change things that like, like if you need to work on something, work on it. Like if you have toxic behaviors, if you have unhealthy habits, things that are simply not working in your favor, change it. I have made so many personal changes to grow and develop, you know, my mind and all of those things over the past few years, a hundred percent. But when you really do the work and you really actually grow and you realize like, you know, what actually, you know, what actually feels right to you energetically 
Good. You pick those things and then you don't waver for anybody or anything. And so if something is requiring you to lower your vibrational energy, um, don't, don't match it. Maintain yours. Mm-hmm. The episode title is literally, we don't match energy. We maintain ours. Mm-hmm. Because if you're going to present to me low energy, low vibrational energy, like I am not going to meet you down there because that's not what I want for my life. So the second that I start wavering and meeting you down there, that's what you're going to start presenting to me. It's kind of like saying the bare minimum. Like if I accept the bare minimum, then that's what you're always going to give me. But if I deny things like that, like something for me is like the other day, a guy that I have not talked to, like I stopped talking to him because he was not like meeting my standards. The other day, he like sent me a FaceTime at like midnight and I declined the call. Because that's so li- low vibrational to me. Like we haven't even communicated and you're just like FaceTiming me at midnight. To, like for what? Like li- <laughs> not, that's not my, that's not my thing. So I declined it. I'm like, what, why? Like, don't think that when you are ready to like, you know, reach back out or whatever, that you can just call me at any given hour. Like, no, that's not. If anything, you should have you should have already known that that's the last thing I would want because I the reason why we ended was because you weren't meeting me where I'm at, you know. So like, if okay. anything, like that's your way of like reaching out, you know, like that's low vibrational to me. So that like something like that, no, I'm not going to to meet you there. If you sent me a nice text and and said to me, I would really love to talk to you because. Um, you know, the way that things ended off, like, I feel like, you know, unsettled about, I kind of want to make it up to you. Sure. We could talk about, we could talk about you. I will tell you when to call me, but like things like that. No, not going to work for me. And the other thing about energy, something that I learned about five years ago was sometimes you can't understand why something is off energetically, but if it doesn't feel right, it isn't right. So a lot of people are going to challenge us. A lot of people are going to try to make us do things that we don't want to do or put us in a position that we don't want to be in Mm -hmm. or something just feels off. So speaking of guys, considering I mentioned them 25 Mm -hmm. times, speaking of guys, years ago, a guy Mm -hmm. who was great, like very emotionally available and emotionally intelligent, very mature, loyal, wanted everything I wanted on paper this was four years no five years ago five years ago if I would have been with him we would have been married with five kids a hundred percent by now over the past five years a hundred percent he was ready for everything right there in that you dated we were dating briefly yeah we were dating for a little bit but something was off for me like even when we were together like it was I I didn't I'm like, when I like a guy, I'm affectionate with a guy. Yeah. I love when a guy who likes me is affectionate with me. Yeah. Um, physical touch is very important to me. I mean, I love all five love languages, but especially yeah, if I, like, I want you to be all over me. Right. <laughs> if it was the right guy, because the way he was all over me, if it was the right guy, I would have been eating that shit You're up. comfortable. I wouldn't have been able to get enough of it. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, like it didn't feel right when he would like just randomly kiss me like on the face or on the neck like when he would try to go for my hand I would like find a reason to like need to pick up my phone like I found myself like you know avoiding yeah avoiding the type of contact and like something was just off 
And when I tell you, if you looked at my list of everything I wanted in a guy tangibly, I'm not talking about internally all the way, but like everything I wanted, we wanted the same things, we share the same values, everything. Perfect. And so I just remember thinking like, what do I do? Like I, I have everything I want right here. And he wants it with me. Like he kept saying to me, like, what are we doing here? Like, are we going to be mm-hmm. together? Like, are mm-hmm. we in, a, like what's happening? He wanted it. I just couldn't. And so I spoke with Janet Namaste, who I don't know if you have heard me talk to her. I've interviewed her three times on my mm-hmm. podcast. She's uh she's a healer and she's an mm-hmm. intuitive coach. Um, she would be a great guest for your podcast. Anyway, long story short, she's been, I've been working with her for five years and she called me at that time and we were just talking and she randomly out of nowhere said to me, let's call him Bob. His name was not Bob, but we were on the phone talking about something else. And, we're, and she goes, who's Bob? And I'm like, why are you asking that? She's like, he's like coming up for me right now. And I said, well, it's the guy that I'm seeing. And she goes, what, what's, what's off? And I'm like, I don't know. And mind you, at this point, I have not verbally said that something was off. I'm telling my friends, like I met the greatest. She didn't guy. know that you were talking with this guy. No. Yeah. I no, have to like, talk with her. Yeah, I have to talk with her. Said, I never verbally even said to my friends though. Like my friends are like, how's Bob? And he had, it had just been my birthday. He sent me beautiful red roses. He took me on a date. He picks me up in his car. I, think I might have even met his mom actually if I'm remembering correctly I remember being at his house meeting his mom something like that like he was doing everything right so I'm telling my friends like guys I met the one he's doing everything right but internally something was off Mm -hmm. and so um it was all about the energy and you know and I did you know what though like it's funny because things end up revealing themselves like when 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 I told her like something is off for me she said if it doesn't feel right it isn't right And so I ended up telling him because now that I finally let it out, I had to, I'm like, I can't fake the funk. And, and I, you know, a few times I had to tell him that I I just needed a minute and I didn't want to talk and he did not respect my boundaries. And he was really pressing the issue and really trying to like force me to talk to him or want to be with him. And I like that side, I didn't see beforehand. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, the energy was off and it didn't feel right. So it wasn't right. And as soon as I said it, he revealed himself. I don't know what it was, but maybe he had a scarcity mindset with women. And like, what, I don't know if he was that in love with me or if it was just that he got a good girl and was like, exactly. I'm not going to lose her. Like, like he didn't want to let me go. And I'm like, literally saying, I don't want to be with you. And he's like, no, let me call you and convince you we can make this work. Like, and the more they force it the more you want to pull away because now it's like like, okay I realized thank god that I I channeled you know that energy and I maintained my own energy because his his was not we were not on the same frequency we were not aligned and that was five years ago imagine there's been countless stories of guys where the energy is not off and sometimes you can't put your finger on it but then it shows itself and you're like that's what it was the energy wasn't there so long winded answer to your question about energy but I just think if you honor your energy and your intuition um you're gonna get rid of a lot of things that are not meant to be there and the more you maintain it better things find you today I have way better dating experiences I have really good upfront conversations with guys um and the second that it's off 
like I said, how that guy called me at midnight the other day, the second that it's off, I just, I let it go. Like, I don't, I don't need to, you know, ex over explain myself. No means no. And like, that's it. You know, I'm just really big on honoring the way you feel in your heart and in your gut. And what you said at the beginning, like, I don't think energy is talked about enough because energy is everything. Like energy cannot be created or destroyed. Therefore, we're, we're all energy. The people that you allow into your life are energy. The connections and the like relationships that we have, they are energy. Everything is energy. And now people might be wondering like, okay, so then how do I protect mine? It's like, that's when you set boundaries. That That's when you set standards. And the moment that, that you allow someone to break those boundaries or not aligned with those standards you're disrespecting yourself yeah like you're setting yourself up for heartbreak yeah you know what else about energy whether it be about going on dates and romantic things or whether it be about being around friends and platonic everything everything um it's it's really important that you be yourself which is such a generic piece of advice but you know people have always said our whole lives be yourself but i'm being so serious when I say be yourself because your energy is going to attract the right exactly so if you are not yourself and then you're like why isn't anything working out with this guy why aren't these friends inviting me to hang out it's because your energy was off and you're not, not you yourself. so you're not attracting the right people you're going to push those people away because they are the wrong people for you they are not meant for you so whether you're going on a date with a guy don't be afraid of like, I don't want to be too much. Like for the right guy, he will not be able to get enough of you. And when it comes to friends, don't be afraid of like, I don't know if like they're going to include me as much. Ask them what they're up to and, you know, see what's going on. Invite them to do something with you because for the right people, they're not going to be able to get enough of you. Like I'm crazy. My friends fucking love me. Um, Even with guys, I'm so like, you want to get married? You want to have kids? Because if not, don't waste me too. And like the right guys, they like love it. They're exactly. like, you know what you want. So, you know, it's like you really can't do anything wrong energetically if you are being yourself. The right people will stay, it'll stick. And then the wrong people, if they don't like your energy, your true energy, goodbye, let them go. But you might push away some good people if your energy is off. So just really be yourself and don't be afraid to be. And But that comes down to confidence. Or the wrong people might lower your energy as well. And it's like everything that you do is based on how high vibrationally you, you are like living. And if you have the wrong people in your life and they lower your energy, then more things around you are going to start going wrong because your energy is low. Yeah. And it's, it's not just like a cliche, like Pinterest phrase of like, be the energy that you want to attract is like energy is like, it's vibration. We're frequency. Like we attract based on how well we're feeling, how high we're vibrating. Like everything around us happens based on how high our energy is. Totally. I love that we talk about that. Now we are getting to the end of our episode. And I just have like one last question, which is what does healing mean to you? Healing to me means accepting, th seeing things for what they are, removing the gray areas, um, because I think gray areas take hold us back from accepting things. So when I see things in black and white, it makes me realize and accept this is why it didn't work out or this is why 
it did work out, whatever the situation might be, um, what, whether it be something internal, whether it be a relationship. I think that any time that I have kept something with me for so long, it's because I kind of saw it in a gray area. So I wasn't at peace with it. It's like, you try to find answers to questions. You try to understand the reasonings, but sometimes the answers and the reasonings are bigger than us and we will never get an answer. So when you finally in black and white can say, you know what, um, this wasn't meant to be because whatever X, Y, and Z, um, I would like an example could be something like, uh, you know, a job, let's say a job, I'm just going to make something up. Uh, you had a really great job. You absolutely loved your job. You got fired from your job and you were like, oh my God, this is like the worst thing that can ever happen to me. Say that even eight years later, 10 years later, it doesn't matter what it is. Say that 10 years later, you open like an amazing business. You have like a really, you know, great thing going for you, your, your passion project, all that. Everything that happened after being fired from that job is what led you to have this, even though it's been 10 years and you might not be in 20, 2033 saying, yeah, well, in 2023, I got fired from this job. So that's why I'll have this amazing business now. You might not think it, but in 2033, you got there because in 2028, you had the money to invest into this business because in 2025, you got promoted because in 2023, you lost your job and you had to get a new job. Like everything led to the next thing, whatever it might be. That's just one random example. But my point is, is that like when you actually start to see things for what they are, rather than the potential of what could have been, what should have been, how I wish things would have went, blah, 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 blah. Um, you finally allow yourself to be at peace because all the coulda, shoulda, wouldas is you're never going to be at peace. Um, and so then you can accept things for what they are. And I just think peace for me is always my goal. Um, it, I mean, I have lost friends. I have lost people. I have gone through things that, you know, I may have some regrets around or I may say, you know what, I didn't do the right mm -hmm. thing enough should have done something different but at the end of the day like they all happen for reasons that are bigger than I can explain with answers that I might never get in my life but that's okay because I'm you know I'm I'm healed from it it, it is what it is it's just a part of my journey it's a lesson to be learned and even if it doesn't fully make sense to other people it makes sense to me and that's that's all that matters I love that and it's very important to like understand that nothing ever happens to you it happens for you mm -hmm. and that brings so much closer to the fact of like this is not happening to punish me or to make me sad or to break my heart it's happening to make me grow yeah yeah I actually put out an episode this morning um I don't know when this episode will be out but today is February 27th so I put out a podcast episode this morning about um closure titled closure is validated within you this is mm -hmm. it right here <laughs> and um it kind of has to do with healing in a way and, and peace in a way, because I'm saying, you know, like, you know, someone who's unhealed, say from a relationship or whatever, they might go, they might have a conversation for closure five times with a guy. How many times that you need to meet up and talk about the same things over and over and over <laughs> and over? Because they're just, they're not at, they're not at peace within themselves. Um, but to me, closure in any situation can completely be validated and created by yourself within yourself 
if you can, uh, you know, accept and acknowledge, you know, things for what they are. And, and that to me, that's a big part of healing. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much, Victoria. I appreciate you on this conversation so much. I love these type of conversations. So thank you so much again for coming on. I missed me. Um, if you can just share again your podcast, what you do, your services, because I know that you have coaching 101, group coaching. I know all of that. So if you can just share it, if anyone that's listening to I Miss Me is interested, where can they find you on social media, your podcast, your platforms, everything about you? Um, well, thank you so much for having me. Of this course. was so much fun. And likewise, I love to have these conversations. I could talk about this all day. My answers are probably rambling on and on and on <laughs> just because similar to you, that I'm very passionate about these exact topics. Um, so my name is Victoria Alario. I'll have you link it in the show notes for, for my social media. So it's victoria.alario on Instagram and on TikTok. And in the links in my bios, you'll always find like, I'll have like a, like one, like universal link that'll take you to everything. So you'll, you can find my inquiry for one-on-one -on -one private co coaching we do confidence coaching um, but it's not just about confidence really the inner work the self-esteem boosting the removing the need for external validation removing the blockages overcoming things like trauma and whatnot and really understanding why you do things the way that you do um, channeling your inner self-awareness all that kind of stuff so we dig very 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 deep and I offer eight weeks so two months or 12 week three month one-on-one um, -on -one coaching, you know, privately. And that's honestly amazing. I have so much fun doing that. Also on that link, you will see that I have a wait list for a group coaching program. So that should be out sooner rather than later. Um, but in the next few weeks, maybe the next couple of months, I am going to come out with a group coaching program for girls who maybe don't have the means to invest into the private coaching, but would want to do it in a group setting. That'll be a ton of fun. Um, so yeah, that's all there as well as my podcast, which is called for the girls. The link is also going to be on that universal link for Spotify. And it'll also be for the podcast, uh, Apple podcast app, but you can personally find it as well on YouTube and plenty of other places. And then, like I mentioned, I do have a lingerie brand called Vixen the Label and the link to that will also be in my mm -hmm. show notes. Um, and that's just a collection of really empowering, beautiful lingerie and feminine women's clothing, ultimately to boost your confidence as well. So I got all those things in my social media channels, all my social media pages. I'm giving free advice all the time. Tons of different content that I talk about on YouTube. Uh, sorry, not YouTube, on TikTok and um, on my Instagram stories for the most part. So if you stay up to date with me, you're always gonna, there's always gonna be something new going on. So again, thank you for having me and allowing me to share my work with your audience. I love that. And again, I'm gonna link everything, everything, all your socials, your your business, everything on the description of this episode. So if you're interested, you can go check it out there. Again, thank you so much. Um, I hope that one day we can meet each other in person, um, but we'll stay in contact um, on social media. And thank you so much for coming on. I missed me. You're welcome. Thanks. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys loved it and enjoyed it as much as I did. Don't forget to follow me on social media at I Missed Me Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. I Missed Me Podcast on YouTube at Mafiansures on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, literally everywhere. And 
I also have a clothing brand at Mali the Brand on Instagram, Mali the Brand Official on TikTok, MaliTheBrand.com. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys on my next episode. With love, Mafe. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.